What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Saturday, September the 15th, 2012, and you guys are listening to episode number 77, um, a special episode uh, for two reasons. One, I am doing this podcast from um, beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada at the (laughs) MGM Grand. Uh, Did you cough? Yeah. Uh, always a problem with uh, my special guest here, um, a very, very funny comedian who you'd probably know more if he fucking was media savvy, but uh, funny nonetheless, Sean Quinn. Thanks for being here for your second time on the show. Second time. Second time. Second and, anniversary. And um, let me just tell you something about Sean Quinn, okay? Sean has been doing comedy how long? Uh, I don't know. 10, 11, 12 years? I don't know. You've been doing it more than 12, haven't you? Has it? I've been doing it 12. You've been right. doing, I started when? 14 years. Sean's been doing comedy for 14 and years. Nobody knows fr- who I am. From Philadelphia. Nobody knows who he utter is. Utter and complete failure. But uh, no, he's not an utter complete failure. He opens for Doug Stanhope. He, he's, <laughs> he's funny. Um, <laughs> he just has no fucking website. And well, he's actually working. He's been working on a website for two years, folks. It's 2012. Can you get on that? Like, what are you doing? HTML is more difficult than you think. I just know it's not. Get a, get a fucking website. This kid is funny. This I don't guy. Put, I, I have nieces. I don't want to put. My oh, clips on. you know what? He's so full of shit. But anyway, I got a great episode for you guys today. We are gonna talk. Um, we're gonna talk about a lot of things that happened in Vegas. I'm gonna take you through some funny shit that happened on my flight because I'm an idiot. Also, the Ron Shock Memorial and um, just some just some cool stuff that that's been going on. So. Um, let me get right into this, okay? Here in Las Vegas, and you know what? Thank you, Sean. I want to thank Sean because when comedians come out to Vegas for, you know, Vegas is the long trip for the year. Vegas is seven nights, like usually comedy clubs, sometimes Wednesday through Saturday, rarely Wednesday through Sunday, most of the time Thursday through Saturday. Yeah, usually. yeah. Usually it's like Thursday to Friday to Saturday, you get home on Sunday. Vegas... <clears throat> Seven nights, like eight days. It's a long trip. It's horrific. Oh man! So this place I. is the worst. Yeah, it's horrible to be in a fucking suite for a week with a jacuzzi. It's. I mean, it's it's brutal. I mean, the the weather. You don't great. stay in your room the whole time. You have to walk down and get something to eat and see this cavalcade of horrible yep. fat American parading past a pregnant <laughs> lady smoking in the shitty casino. It's horrible. <laughs> It is true. I, if, you, if you get off the beaten path, like there are some beautiful casinos out here, okay? There are some beautiful casinos out here, but it, like we went off the beaten path. Uh, we ate at the Hash House, which we'll get into during the podcast, but we saw some things that we wouldn't wish on our worst enemies. <laughs> like it looked like a crime scene. I didn't like, think getting we were getting there. out of that elevator. <laughs> we walked into an elevator that smelled of dead raccoon. Anyway, I wanted to shout out Sean because Sean was the one friend that I called up and I'm like, dude, you're in LA. I'm going to Vegas. Come out. And he's like, you know what? Friday after, you know, I get done taking care of what I'm taking care of. I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to come out. And he came out. All right. So here's what we're going to talk about. I fly out here. I take the red eye on Sunday. Now, normally when I fly out here, like I said, I like to, um, I like to fly the morning of, but I, I can't stand that 5 a.m., like there's nothing worse when a comedian is in one part of the country, you wake up that morning, like your family gets up in the morning, you're absolutely fucking exhausted, you need a ride to the airport, you know you're leaving for a while, you gotta get on a plane for four plus hours and work that night, it's too much. So I said, fuck it. 
So I said, fuck it. <laughs> this, is, this is what I said. I'm taking a red eye, okay, or a late night flight from JFK, and I'm landing in Vegas all hours of the night, right? So I'm doing a ton of shit that day. Now, you guys know I don't like to fly, but I'm doing so much shit during the day before my flight. I don't have time to think about it. Right? So I'm not nervous. I'm like, yeah, I'm flying. I'm going to JFK. But all of a sudden, all everything gets done. All the errands, everything that we needed to do gets done. And then I get to JFK. I couldn't even really concentrate on football. I leave my family. I get dropped off at the airport from my brother. And I'm in JFK. And I just realized. It dawned on me right there. Holy shit. I'm alone for the next week. I don't have any responsibility other than doing my job at night on stage. This might be epic. <laughs> Okay, so I'm sitting there at the bar, and I'm like, I can't get on this plane. I had an option, okay? I'm not going to lie. I had Xanax on me, guys. I had Xanax, okay? I could have popped the Xanax, been all fucking mellowed out and chill, but the Broncos-Steelers game was coming on. Peyton's first game back as a Bronco, and there's a bar there, okay? So I'm like, you know what? Fuck the Xanax. I'm getting a whiskey. So I'm sitting at the bar. Why does it have to be one or the other? What do you mean? Because it, it, cause I'm, I'm so, like... First I've, of all, I love the problems that you have. This is like when white people complain about the portions being too big at Denny's. Like... <laughs> nah, dude, you know me, though. We're flying, man. Like, flying for me is... Like, because, you know, people said don't... The friend said don't, don't fucking do anything, Paul. Do it, do it sober. Do it straight. Just get on the plane. You've done it enough. And I've done that. I'm like, you know what? Fine. You're right. Fuck it. I'm doing it sober. I can't. During fu- what I put myself through, I just and you wouldn't. Ne- the w- the worst part about it is if you would never know it. So I'm like, fuck it. I've tried the sober thing. I've tried when I f- I don't travel well, people. I don't like to fucking fly, okay. But I love flying and I love I love flying and I'm fascinated with aviation. But when I'm actually on it, I st- like everything. You know, you're a comedian, dude. When the fuck whatever could go wrong goes wrong. That's the way we think, right? Yeah. So I said, fuck it. I'm not taking a Xanax. I'm gonna have a whiskey and watch the game. What happens? I start shooting the shit with this guy about football, and I have two whiskeys. Now I start feeling good. My plane's about to board in 15 minutes. I'm like, fuck it. Give me a shot of Patron. So I drink one whiskey, take a double shot of Patron, and I'm sipping the last whiskey before I board the plane. And I get on the plane, and I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing my ass off, right? So I'm like, ah, oh, this is good. I don't care where we're taking off. Let's do this. Like, I don't even care if he tried, like, a, a crazy takeoff at this point. <laughs> like, if he tried a trick at this point, I'd be like, this guy's going for it, right? So I, I go into my seat, and there's a big, elderly, heavy, I would say, like, I don't know, Middle Eastern woman in the aisle seat. It takes effort to be fat when you get older, too, because that's when you start No, but something was wrong with her because when we got there, me and the guy in front of me who was in the middle, like, wanted her to get up. You know when you get to your plane? You get to your seat in the plane, right? Oh, we're talking low on this fucking thing. I'm sorry. When um when we get to the, the plane, right, and we're, we're I'm walking down the, the cabin, this lady's in the aisle, and me and this guy have to get in, and she like she was heavy and fat, and she couldn't get up. So she kind of tilted to the side and wanted us to step over her. And I realized it wasn't because she was being lazy. She was sickly. She like like for her to get up would take so much. So I'm going, oh, fuck, dude. I guess I'm not going to the bathroom on this plane. Like, like, no, dude. She was like, can you, can, like, she basically was like, I'm, I'm willing to deal with any of your body parts hitting me if you could just step over me, please. I wouldn't go along for the ride. So, so no, no, no. But he was big. The guy going in the, in the middle, I had the window, okay? So the guy going in the middle, like, was big too. 
so he couldn't kind of step you over. You just have her. to walk over everybody. No, no, no. But just the, like do the like combat roll over everybody. Yeah, can you talk farther away? I can talk further away. Um, no, so what I'm saying is he was so big he couldn't just step <clears throat> over her. So finally this poor woman has to just fucking like pull herself up and it took everything she had, right? And then he gets in. Oh, no, then I go in and then he gets in. Now, you know me when I'm drunk, Sean, right? When I'm drunk, I'm ex- like over the top happy. I am a happy, fun, like, I'm the type of dude where I could be in New York City drunk and you could be like, dude, you got money? What do you, you want to go to fucking Hawaii right now? And I would contemplate it. Like, I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. It'll be great. Like, I'll rationalize. I'm sorry. I keep hitting your bad shoulder. Um, Sean has surgery on his shoulder. He's got, like, all these incisions. And I'm, since I don't know if I'm Italian, I'm physical, I have to hit. When, like, I laugh or just I have to hit. I'm one of those people, and I always hit his bad shoulder. I'm sorry about that. You're okay. Gonna, you're gonna, <laughs> doctor's going to be like, how, doctor's gonna be like, how's that rehab going? You're like, yeah, I can't hang out with Verzi. You're a frying pan to your face when you're sleeping this morning. <laughs> but, yeah, keep hitting the shoulder. So I start talking <clears throat> to the guy happy in the middle. Yeah, where you from? Yeah. I look over at him. Hey, guess we're not going to the bathroom, huh? Like I start out like fucking full-fledged joking, happy. He worked for Chrysler, and we were just talking. And he noticed there was an empty seat in the middle, I mean, in, behind us. So he goes, listen, after we take off and everything, I got, I think I got an open seat because the lady was really big. She was like overlapping the seat. And um, I'm talking, but even right at takeoff, I'm trying to talk to him because I don't like to take off in an airplane. So I'm trying to talk to him. And he's talking to me. And he was talking about working at Chrysler. And we start to take off, right? And we're like, you know, like when it's hanging? Yeah. Like in the, in the takeoff, right? Like you're, you're up and you're just kind of like... All right, like you just kind of usually like I like, you know, I'll either like close my eyes or I like do some shit with my thumbs because I'm fucking nuts or I tap something. I count Um, the the pilot as we're going up. He just goes fucking hard left. Like, you know, the way sometimes when they go up, they like so and it's normal. But he was like, we banked like we went up and we banked. So me, the way that I dealt (laughs) the way that I dealt with the nervousness of it, I just look at the guy happy. and I go, man, this guy's going hard left, huh? Yeah, you know, I just uh, and he's like, you know, he just looked at me like, what does that even mean? <laughs> you did that today at the, the restaurant with the, like, the girl, this girl's full sleeve tattoos, and Paul's like, hey, you're tatted up, huh? <laughs> yeah, the like, dumbest question. I don't know what the hell. I don't know why I did that. She just looked at you like, like, yeah. She came over to waitress, but we're gonna get to that story after. Let's let's uh, let's stay on this let's stay on this airplane. Stay on thing. task here with this airplane thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I'm like, the only way that I'm getting through this thing, um, I got five hours and I'm buzzed. And what do you do? You keep going. So I got, okay, I got two more drinks that were liquor. I got vodka cranberries, two of them, okay? Now I'm flying and I start watching the Avengers and I'm drunk as shit on this plane. And the guy sitting next to me went to the back. So it's me and then the lady over in the aisle and the middle aisle is is clear and I'm just like putting my leg out and I'm sprawling out and I'm fucked up and uh, I'm watching a football game the football game's over and I'm watching the Avengers and then I ordered two blue moons like at the same time like like I and I don't know what happened I drank <laughs> I drank the first blue moon I was so like drunk from the two whiskeys and the Patron and then the two vodka crans that the first blue moon it was like I was drinking a bottle of spring water now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Vegas, motherfucker. I'm performing at Brad Garrett's. I, I started to get that, like, I was excited. But now all of a sudden I realized I was really drunk. Like, to the point where when all the movies were over, I put my iPod on. And, like, I was listening to my music. And, like, I was that dude bopping. Like, and I don't do that a lot. 
Like, you know, but like I was like, like I was feeling the music and I, and I actually smiled to myself and I go, people must be watching you on this plane because you're drunk right now. And it's like pretty obvious, you know, and the, and the, the, the flight attendants knew I'm like, yeah, yeah. Can you give me another? Like, they just were like, yeah. And they were just like, yeah, the guy in 23 F is fucking, he's, he's, he's drinking. Yeah. He's hammered. So I get off the plane, the general manager of the club picks me up, you know, we go and do that, but, um, no nerves when I'm drunk on a plane. It's like when I fly drunk or I fly on Xanax, I think it's the coolest thing and it's easy. Sober, I am a. Well, how do you fly? Like, are you a good? Are you a good flyer? No, I don't like. It. I get those uh, edible Jolly Rancher candies that are the marijuana candies. Mm-hmm. I bring like, yeah, I get pot Jolly. What do you mean the one, the, the, the marijuana candies? You put pot in a Jolly Rancher. I don't Rancher? put it in, but some hippie in a collective makes them, and I take the label off and I get like a bunch of other Jolly Ran- Jolly Ranches. So wait a minute. They take Jolly Ranchers and they fucking like dip them in marijuana? Well, no, they make them. They make candy and they make it with like marijuana sugar or whatever. I don't know how to eat I'm not a oh, scientist. That sounds fucking phenomenal. It's phenomenal. You get on a plane, you pop a couple of Jolly Ranchers at 7 in the morning. It's and- like the natural Xanax. Like you could even <clears throat> drink on that. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can drink on anything, by no, the way. You can't drink on Xanax, dude, because I fucking did it and somebody's like, you know, you could have died. Like, that's how fucking these Just, people die. Yeah, but you can die doing everything. No, no, no. But if you take a full Xanax and then you drink and, like, pop Xanax and drink together, you die from that, like the chemicals. It's not going to happen with a fucking. I've done. I've mixed. I've snorted Xanax and drank. <laughs> and I didn't die. Yeah, but, you know, you're. Yeah, all right. I'm having chest pains right now, yeah, but because that's of, from. Because of what you that's ate. That's from fried mozzarella. Uh, so, so, anyway, so I get here, man. I'm hungover, whatever. And uh, I just, you know, on a serious note, something was really cool for me. And you guys have heard me talk on the podcast about this before. And um, I, I, you know, it was uh, a really cool thing for me to be able to go to. But. Uh, last time I was in Vegas, and it's actually even more sentimental because last time I was in Vegas, I opened for this guy here. But um, a gentleman, uh, Ron Schock, I've talked about him. He's considered one of America's greatest storytellers, and for good reason. He um, he passed away. Uh, he passed away in uh, last May, and I was here with him in November of last year, and I worked for him, and he took a liking to me, and we really hit it off, and we had a great time, and um, just by chance, fortunately. Um, his memorial service was at the Orleans Casino here Monday, the day after I flew in. And um, it almost like worked out on purpose. It was, uh, you know, not to sound weird, but it was, it was almost, it was very weird for me, to be honest. And, and um, Sean, did you know Ron or do you know who Ron? Do you no, know? no, Ron definitely. was Ron was one of the outlaws of comedy um, in the Houston scene. He came up uh, with Bill with Hicks. Hicks. <laughs> yeah, like him and Bill Hicks were best friends. And um they called him America's Greatest Storyteller. Ron was actually one of the few comedians who... He was the last comedian ever in history for Johnny Carson to announce making his television oh, debut. Right. Right. So he did He did The Tonight Show with Carson and Leno, but he was the last guy ever that Carson said, ladies and gentlemen, this comedian is making a television debut. It was the last time he ever said it was for Ron Shock. And I worked out here with Ron. I didn't know much about him. And he just had this twang. Like he had this southern kind of... And one of the coolest things, and I, I've talked about it on the podcast, but I went into a story that he told. I went into the showroom, and I thought 10 minutes went by, and it was like 40. And I could not believe, I've never, it was almost like a fucking magic trick. Like, I've never heard a guy go into a story, and he talked slow, and he would be like, and you know what happened, man, brothers and sisters, and he would just fucking, and you would just be like enamored with this fucking little Texas dude, an unbelievable life. He was a criminal. 
Um, his son spoke at the memorial saying that he was not a good man when he started out. He was a jewel thief. At 21 years old, he was in a prison. Then he got his life together after he got out of prison, and he became the vice president of one of the biggest publishing companies. He was traveling the world. He was driving the most expensive cars. He had everything. And then at 40 years old, he dropped all of that and said, fuck it, I want to do stand-up comedy. At 40 years old, he came up in the Houston comedy scene with Bill Hicks. And one of the coolest things for me was the way that he took a liking to me. He stayed in the room. He laughed when I was on stage. He invited me over for dinner, and uh, his wife Rhonda said to me, you know, Ron never knows who opens for him. And uh, he never cares or even knows their name. And he watched your whole set and he wants to invite you for dinner and he really liked you. And that meant the world to me. So I was able to come back here and then they had the memorial and all of these comedians spoke, dude. And they did eulogies and they spoke about how he would smoke weed. Ron smoked weed before every show that he did uh, or, or the majority of them. And he was telling me stories about him and Hicks and him and uh, Rodney Dangerfield. All these amazing stories. And the one regret I had was... The last show we did here in Vegas on the Sunday night, he went outside. He said, you want to come with me? And he started to smoke weed outside of the Tropicana, and he handed me some. He said, do you want some? And I go, Ron, dude, I got to be honest with you. I'd love to smoke with you, but I can't. And the reason I can't is I'm not one of those weed dudes that can function. Yeah. Like you give me you give me a couple of drinks or even you know even if I'm buzzed or drunk it might not be my best show but I'll still give you a good show cuz I'm able to perform and as as sad as this is to say if I have a couple of drinks and I don't do this because I already got arrested for it years ago I don't condone it but like I can you know like you know when you have two drinks and you like you could drive well even if you think you can you can't but like you could still you you still kind of <laughs> I'm trying. I'm fucking totally backpedaling right now. Yeah, yeah, like, 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 like this is a public. Like, little kids are gonna hear this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Paul Verzi said but, I could but, drink and drive. But no, after but, two beers, <laughs> and now I killed a family of eight, and it's his fault. No, like fucking kids. It's fine. Have to drinking and driving used to be legal. Fucking relax. Yeah, no, but I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine no. if you don't get caught or kill anybody. Yeah. Like everything else. You hear Jim, Jim Florentine goes. No. He goes. Uh, <laughs> if I drive home drunk and I make it, I won. <laughs> because, no, but like what I'm saying is, if I smoke weed, I cannot drive. If I smoke weed, I cannot perform. I when you, I smoke you need weed, reps. you just need practice. No, when I smoke weed, I am the have to sit on the couch, veg out. I have that stupid, dumb, blank stare. On my face, and I'm just like a zombie. I can't. I can't. So there's no difference then. What are you saying? Oh, oh, All right. So, anyways, hold on, hold on. Okay, sorry. So, um, I I refused. I I said to. I had to say no, Ron. And had I known that that was going to be the last day, <laughs> can't you tell me you're about to die? Like had I had I known that that was going to be the last day, I would have definitely smoked with, with Ron Shock. But Please. to go to the Orleans and to see the outpouring of love and comedians and bookers and owners flew from all over the country, and um, you know it was weird. It was weird. You see some weird people. I saw like like JJ Walker, Jimmy Walker yeah, from Good yeah. Times and shit. Like all these people that knew him, but um, you know. They, they, his son spoke, and, and there were a few people that spoke that really made you go, like, some comedians just went up there, and it was kind of like a semi-roast. They were, like, like you know, joking on him and saying this and that, but, you know, some <clears throat> people got emotional. 
Um, but they, then at the end, they show like a montage of pictures and like him and Hicks together, like sitting there, like looking young and, and, you know, just like back in the day. And it was just really cool. But it, you know, his, his wife was like, I can't, you know, I didn't, I didn't even message her, but she was really happy that I was there and said that he liked me. And it was, it was a, a pleasure. I was unfortunately not able to go to the after party and they had a couple of things late night, but I had to work and I really didn't have transportation to go to where the party was. But, uh, rest in peace to Ron Shock and, and folks, I've, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but truly, truly a um just a, a a unique and and really understanding and kind individual who was able to get his point across check him out um check him out on youtube check out any stories you know that he said because you'll totally be into what he's saying and i, I was glad to be there and 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 it worked out timing wise so uh that was awesome um and then i know i have to address this and i didn't tell you this did i tell you about the brewer show and did i tell you about what happened before all right so I came here. I came here Monday night. Uh, the first show was Monday night here, and I performed. And you know, I curse. I've, I've talked about. It. I curse. You curse. Sean. Sean's fucking filthy. I'm not I, filthy I'm at jo- all. I'm joking. He's not filthy at all. I'm just fucking with you. He's, he's real. Sean's on like this. I don't know what's going on with him, but he's like a girl. I don't have any. What's going on with I'm you? I'm literally leaking testosterone. What? Like, yeah, like you said, like he's like emotional. <laughs> like this guy is a Philadelphia sports fan, and you're just what's going on with you? I don't know. There's like this sensitive, weird. <laughs> like I'm maybe I'm, I'm trying to uh, evolve as a human being, and you know, maybe I'm going too far the other way. You're like, <laughs> Sean's trying like Sean's gonna be sucking cock tonight. And Whoa! Like, why would you automatically keep your sick fantasies to you yourself? <laughs> you just said I'm leaking testosterone. I'm going too yeah, far I, the other way. I didn't, Set me I up just, for the joke. I did my job. Uh, I did my job as a comic. All right, listen. So here's time. so here's what happened. Ooh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, yeah. so Jesus. so you know me. I get a little prideful. Like Sean's the type of guy I'll call and I'll be like, "This is fucking bullshit." So this oh, is, you are like a woman. You I fucking overanalyze everything. Like, what do you think you remember about that? And then five minutes of silence will go by. Listen, listen, don't bring, don't, br- don't bring me into your all fucking right, right. femaleism. Okay, so listen, this is what happened. Wear something prettier tonight. Uh, yeah, I got I'm getting a phone call. I can't take it right now. Because I'm doing the Verzi Effect podcast. Okay, if you guys haven't known by now, I'm sure some of you guys are listening. Going, Have these guys been drinking? Yes. Not uh, a lot, though. Not a lot. Not couple, a lot. couple, three beers. Yeah, a couple, three beers. In the sun. Okay, in the sun. In the hot tub, which makes it feel like six. We were in a hot tub together. Yeah. No women anywhere. Oh, it was great. <laughs> Sean could give a handy. Like, I've never... I'm just kidding. Well, nah, it doesn't have to right. go there. No, it doesn't. Okay. You could have said I needed two hands. <laughs> oh, like, man. Like, how you like to tell me, Paul, like to tell you, like, Never mind. All right, yeah. All right. So, listen. So, I told you guys about the whole Jim Brewer thing. Um... What happened was, they had said to me, dude, you're not going to... What had happened was... You're not going to perform on the Brewer show. And I go, why? And they go, well, you know, Jim's real clean now, and like we don't want any kind of thing. And I, and I, I oh, basically... Was he working Monday? And I basically say, he came in on Tuesday on the 11th. But they told me months ago, Paul Brewer's coming in, and um, you know, we just... You need to be clean. And I go, listen, I can totally be clean. Everything is fine. And I think I'm on it. I think, okay, that's the end of it. Last minute before I get here, no, the guy who's headlining... You know, the guy who's headlining, I'm not going to, you know, but the guy who's headlining is going to feature, he's going to middle, and then we have a, a, another guy coming in to host. So I'm like, I'm bumped out of the show. So I'm like, and I said, I don't know if it came from Jim, I didn't know where it came from, I don't know if somebody saw a clip, but I said, I'm a professional, I've been doing this for a while, and Sean, you know me, like when something like that happens, I'm like, I could do it, fine. I let it go, I said, fine. So I come in, and I'm like, fine, I'll have Tuesday night off, and I'm, I'm getting the same money. 
So Monday comes, I go on stage, great crowd, I had a great time on stage. You know, I cursed a little bit, it was a little, you know, edgy doing my set, I didn't change anything. And I get off stage, and I'm just waiting in the back of the room, and the headliner goes on, and the headliner goes, fuck, like, just lot, like, F-bomb this, F-bomb that, just went for it. And all of a sudden, the general manager goes, hey, Verzi, yeah, I think we're going to need you for, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to need you for tomorrow after all. He probably so, didn't want to do the show. So, so, <laughs> like, um... This. Yeah, so all of a sudden, I go to TV in the morning, and I'm doing the Jim Brewer show that night, and I get to the club, Jim is there, and I found out, and I wanted to, you know, say that Jim had no idea. Jim basically, there was just an email out, this was from the club, it wasn't from Jim. Jim just said, hey man, like I guess I'm being clean. So I'm in the green room, and Brewer, right? Brewer's like talking, and I'm like, I don't know if he's going to be like born again, I don't know like what's going on with it. He's cursing during stories and shit in the green room, and I'm like, ah, I don't, you know, but fine, I'm still not going to curse, and nothing like that. I'm, you know, I'm on the show, I'm going to have a good time. He couldn't have been cooler, he had no idea, it did not come from him, it just came from, you know, the club saying, you know, listen, I guess since the headliner would be in line to be the guy to open for him, that's what it was. And uh, maybe I read into it. Maybe, you know, I just felt like, you know, you didn't need to bring somebody else in. I could just get bumped up, whatever. So the show's phenomenal. Jim sells out the place. Couldn't have been nicer. We had a great conversation afterwards. Fucking awesome. It was a great show, top to bottom. Thank everybody for coming out. Brewer tells this epic story about his, um, he tells an epic story about his driving with his father in the passenger seat and his, and his daughter's in the back. I don't even want to fucking say it. I don't know if it's online, but do yourself a favor. If you see Brewer, that story alone is worth the price of admission. That's how funny it was. Um, really, really funny stuff. So that was a great night on Wednesday. I wanted to clear that up because, you know, I said on the podcast I was upset about it. Now, that's not... And, and, you know, like, what would you do? Like, like in, in, in comedy, that stuff like that does happen. But if you're on a show and they're like, hey, we don't know what you're going to do. We don't know what to expect from you. You'd have to say like, well, what the fuck? Like I can, I'm a professional. And if you're telling me one night, I need to kind of tailor my act. You'd feel like, even if you didn't know who it come from. And like I said, I didn't know if it came from Jim. I don't know where it came from, but wouldn't you be like, like I can like, I would say that I would do whatever they wanted. And then I would do whatever I wanted. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll totally be clean. And but then no, I really? Like, like I know you're, I know. Like, are you being serious or no? <laughs> no? Nobody should like, if somebody wants me to be clean and like, I mean, I'm not going to, yeah, I could tailor it, but no. It's I'm like- saying, like, for one show, okay. If they said Sean, all right. For how about this? How about this? Let's just say, and this is kind of a funny example. Let's say Stanhope fucking became a born again Christian tomorrow. I know it's hard to imagine, but let's just say Stanhope became a born again Christian tomorrow, and somebody booking him goes, "Listen, Doug, you know, likes you and stuff, but we just don't think, you know, he's kind of changed his act, and and we kind of just wanted to take you off the show, you know. Like, would you be like, how would you take that? I would think that the fucking world had gone upside down. Like, no. <laughs> This is a weird, like, it's fucking comedy. It should be unexpected. You shouldn't know what to expect. That's the great thing well, the, about it. Right. I understand what you're saying. From a business standpoint, you want to be able to, like, oh, I'm a professional. Well, there's a fine line. There's a, yeah. But I'm, I'm fucking, go fuck yourself. Like, don't yeah. tell me what to do. It's really hard it's for comedians. And it's really hard for comedians to do that. You know I, what I mean? I could if I wanted to. No, no, no I'm saying it's, it's, it's really just, hard for comedians to t- like, and I agree. And I like, would, what's your take? What's your take? Me off what's your take on me. headliners? What's your take on headliners? And 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 again, folks, Jim Brewer is the fucking shit. He couldn't have been a nicer dude. He and it had nothing to do with him. This was the club, and I didn't know if it had to do who it had to do with. But I did say on the last podcast, and I agree with this. I like headliners who don't say shit to anybody. You do what you want. 
Okay, and I've talked about this. I've worked with many headliners, and you know what the cool ones say? This is what the cool headliners say when you open for them. Okay, if I'm not headlining a show and I am the feature and a headliner comes up to me and goes, hey, dude, say whatever you want to say. And by the way, if you sell merch, great. Make, make your money. It's fucking America. Who am I to tell you? That's, I, I think that that's what it is. And there are comedians, folks, that say, hey, listen, you're opening for me. I don't want you to talk. They, not only do they say, I don't want you to sell merchandise. I don't want you to talk about, I don't want you to talk about basketball. Okay, I don't want you to sell merchandise, and, and, and please don't curse. And that is their rules, and I'm against that. I'm 100% against that. And you smile and nod, and you do whatever you want. And then if you get fired, you get fired. Right, but then they're going to go to the you, owners, you, and then you, you lose you, that but, money. But you never want to present yourself as something you're not. Because then you're going to get booked somewhere else, and you're going to be like, oh, I didn't know Paul was cursing and See, talking about beating his wife. So, so, then, so then what you, what you should say is to the owner or the booker of the club, you should say, hey, look, listen. I, I love your club. I love being there. But, like, don't put me on a week with somebody that gives me rules. Yeah, this wasn't That's the it. right guy. Yeah, right. Just don't put me there with I'm somebody. Not, I'm not going to change my act. Yeah. Because it's not. It's and I can't mention names, but I worked with a cocksucker once, okay? And I worked with a cocksucker a couple times. I, I, I worked. Oh. All, right, all, right, all right, Sean. Sorry, it was Sean. Sorry. No, but uh, I worked with a guy once, and I'm not going to say anything, but I was warned. I was. By the way. I, was <laughs> <laughs> I was warned. Because somebody goes, dude, he's going to try to cut your time. He's going to say this. And I walked into the club the first night, and the guy comes up to me, and he goes, and he goes, he goes, I'll tell you after. And he goes like this. He goes, how much time are you supposed to do? And I go, oh, they told me like uh, 25. And he looks at me, and he goes, 20. Come on, let's get out of here tonight. And he tried to make it like this fun, like, oh, let's just get out of work. What he was, I know what he was doing. And then one time during that same week, I was killing on stage and I literally saw him look at the light guy from the stage and start going, wrap it up and do this like motion with his hand, wrap him up because I was killing. And, and it's like the real headliners, we've heard, we were talking about this earlier today. Agents have said it. The real great headliners want Everyone else on the show to kill. The scared, weak, not ready, maybe I should be, maybe I shouldn't be fucking headlining, headliners get shooken up well, by no, it. Because first of all, if the show sucks, it's bad for comedy. It's not, it's a, if two of the acts suck, then people leave being like, eh, fucking comedy sucks. That one guy was all right. Like, it, the show should be good from top to bottom. It's like, I don't know. I'm, stop. No, I, I think the show should be good from top to bottom. And I think that a good headliner knows, oh, dude, I'm going to ride this way. Like, they're ready to go. Now let me take it to the next level. Like, like, yeah, like, if, a, like if Tracy Jordan's headlining, I understand. Like Tracy Jordan. No, I, I hear horror stories. I shouldn't talk shit. You're talking about Tracy Morgan? Tracy Jordan. Who's Tracy Jordan? The fictional character. <laughs> yeah, oh, Tracy oh, Morgan. Oh, I didn't mean that. Oh, okay. I was, okay. We'll delete that part of the Oh, Sean's no, talking I, shit. No, but I've heard horror stories. No, no. Just but, how he's just, never mind. Uh-oh, uh-oh, no, it's drama. Just, no, there's no drama. It's drama fucking, it's, on it's, the Verzi effect. Actors who suck at comedy. Oh, man, Sean's going for it. All right, anyway, uh, all right, so listen. Here, here's, what, here's, here's what I'll say. If you're a comedian and a headliner goes up to you and says, I want you to do this, I don't want you to do that, you have a decision to make. And the decision to make is 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 this? No decision. Tell him the, just tell no, no, no. Him to fuck himself. You, you could you can do silently. you could you could say right. you could say okay, and then go up and do it anyway, and never work there again. You could say you know what? No, I'm not changing for anybody. Or you can fucking do what they say, and and see how you feel about it afterwards. Or you could tell the audience what a douchebag the headliner is. 
That's kind of where I lean towards. But like this fucking headliner told me not to do you, jokes. Yeah, like yeah you, yeah, you could do that. What a pussy. That's <laughs> and see and just see where it goes. No, you could do that. You absolutely could do that. I just feel like um, I was put in a rough spot because I have friends who know Jim and I've met Jim. I actually have friends who are good friends with Jim and I just didn't know where it was coming from. And the fact that the headliner goes on and just fucking cursed up a storm and they're like, yeah, Verzi, we need you is funny to me. That's so, how it always is. It People worked tell out. you one thing and then you get up there and it's like... And it was cool to do, you know, it was cool to do what I did, uh, you know, in front of Brewer and it was a great time. First of so. all, if you curse, as long as you... If somebody tells you not to, like, I have, if you tons have a joke. Of, no, but I have tons of bookers tell me, like, oh, this is a clean room. And then I get up there and you just curse. And if the audience has a good time and you do well, that's all they're going to remember. Folks, if you remember the last time Sean Quinn was on the Verzi Effect, we talked about how he got heckled one time and he actually stood on the table and said, if you say one more thing, I'm going to fucking. And he dumped salt on the table and, like, fought the guy in the parking lot or something. Like, so. You know, uh, they made me finish my time afterwards too. No, they, no, they didn't. I swear to God, I, I clear the room to go fight this guy, oh, and then the uh, the Booker comes up and he's like, "Hey, uh, <laughs> you only got through like ten minutes of your act. Do you mind doing like another 30? That's funny. I had to go in and do like another 30, 40 minutes. Oh, that's funny. Um, so that's what happened with that. It was a great night. So uh, it worked out, and I wanted to clear that up. Now, um, by the way. We're going to get into some sports now. We're going to talk about some things that are going on in sports. I know a lot of you people talked shit, okay? And I know that there were some tweets, and I know everybody had a little fun with it, and I'm going to get to it in a second. But first of all, I have to say this. You have not lived, okay? You have not lived until you are sitting in a jacuzzi. With Paul Verzi, who naked. shaves his chest. It, it, like a swimmer. It's just, <laughs> you have not lived until you've been in a jacuzzi, in a hotel room, with a TV in the bathroom, and the jets of the jacuzzi on, and you're watching Sports Center. One word, folks. I say it on the podcast all the time. You know it. You love it. Epic. E-P-I-C. That's what it is. That's, I'm, you, that's actually not how you spell that word. Yeah, it is. Pretty sure it's not. I was... You're not... That's... Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Fucking... Sean's I'm kidding. One of, no, I'm no, kidding. No, no. I'm kidding. Sean's one of these guys... Yeah, yeah. Hey, big hey, word, God Sean. Forbid, God no, no. forbid you use a word with two syllables. No, no, no. Three <laughs> syllables. No, no. He's like... This is, this is Sean's uh, nickname. Everybody tweet him. Oh, wait. Do you have a Twitter? No, no he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't have a I fucking Twitter. fuck yourself. This is what Sean does, everybody. Mm. Big word, Sean. That's his nickname. You can't have a... Nobody else calls me that. Yeah. What word did you say today or the other day? Not dilapidated, the other one. Dilapidated is not that big of a word. That was no, just now my it's stupidity. not. That's that was not. just my yeah, stupidity. Yeah, yeah. What was the other one you said, though? I don't know. It wasn't big. It was big. It's not like I have a thesaurus. No, no, I'm listen. Like, and how I'm can not, I stump well, listen, Paul? Listen, let's, let's be honest. You're a smart guy. I know I'm not. I'm Sean, like you're modest about smarter it. Smarter than you. Oh, you're a smart guy? Just, like, you're, <laughs> you're a fucking dummy. <laughs> but like, I'm not that smart to other people. Uh. Like, you're a smart cocksucker, right? What is this? I why am I? I'm looking at a picture of Paul trying to be handsome against right. the stic- staccato no. wall. Sean, you're you're, wall. you're like you're like one of those like, and you're not like a Doogie Howser, but let's be honest, like you're one of those. We got the same forehead, but otherwise, dude, can you for one second? Are you, you're a smart kid, right? I have, no, I'm smart. All right, listen, guys, he's modest. Sean is like one of these kids who could like get like a 1400 on his SATs when he was in seventh grade. Okay, he's a fucking nerd. He's one of those guys. But listen, and I'm not taking <laughs> no, and I'm not taking a nerd. No. I played sports though. Yeah, Fuck okay, yeah, he's a, he was a smart athlete. I played but, tennis. But listen, but listen, <laughs> he's one of these guys that like if you <laughs> if you are talking to him about something and it's a normal conversation. 
he and it, and it is because his vocabulary is fucking superior to probably any one of my fucking friends or anybody that I've talked to. He just throws out a word that you'll be like, you know what it, you know what it meant, like like through the context of the sentence, you know what it meant. But at the same time, it's not a common. They are common. They're in most people's lexicon. Dude, we were like, talking like- about playing dice or we were talking about drinking or gambling in a casino and you just had to take it to some fucking... I didn't have to take it. Yeah, you I, did. You don't even remember the word I used. I don't because it was fucking not... It was just... It was silly. Let me tell you something. Paul is a smart guy who has no actual knowledge. Like, he just doesn't read anything. He doesn't retain anything. He doesn't know anything. I, I re- there are people with Down <laughs> syndrome <laughs> making fries in McDonald's. We have a higher reading level. Oh, and that's not this. to disparage no, 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 people no. with Down syndrome. Listen, listen, listen. You're a smart guy but with no actual practical knowledge. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> it's like you're an empty vessel. <laughs> ah! Oh, shit. No, listen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. And he shoulder. just grabbed my bad shoulder again. Listen, listen. Here's the thing, okay? I, The guy who's doing the fries at, at like, uh, you know, that guy may, like, may be better than me at math. Okay, but I do read a little bit. I'm terrible in math. I'm a horrible math. Like, I'm fifth grade math. Like, you put a fraction in front of me, I'm all confused. But listen, all I'm saying is I'll speak a certain way, okay? Now, if I'm in a casino and let's say we're playing video poker and I'm like, oh, man, this game just fucks you. You know it's rigged. There's no way video poker could make, you know, they know what they're doing. Sean will have to hop in and, and when he's talking, he'll be like, yeah. It's clearly because of, and then say some fucking word that begins with a Z that is just completely not relevant for that situation. That never happens. It happens with you. It does not. You're just a dummy. <laughs> no. Just a... No. You know what? I wish I had the examples. I wish I had the examples. You're like, you would have been a bully if you were athletic. No, like, I, I, I am just... athletic. <laughs> I am athletic. You know I'm athletic. Just... Oh, folks, you got to love the shitting on each You're other. You're like, the, what the you? fuck are you looking no, at? No, no, this is what it is. This is what it is. This, <laughs> this is what is happens. If somebody's, no, if somebody's really smart, if somebody's really smart and they have a good vocabulary and you call them on it, a comedian, instead of them going, oh, thanks, man, I appreciate why it. Why can't it I'm be? Not saying, I'm not saying it. You why have, can't it just be that you don't know shit? No, 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 dude. I, I'm not <clears> saying... That you you have a better vocabulary than me. You have a vo- you have a better vocabulary than probably eighty five to ninety percent of my friends. I'm not saying you don't, but you don't. But it's funny when you say that to somebody. A comedian's first thing is, "Well, because you're a fucking dummy no, and you don't fucking know." Yeah, oh, you, you make fucking- it like I'm showboating. No, like I'm, I'm Muhammad not- Ali. Be like, no. "Oh, I'm pretty." No, I'm like, not saying I'm that. Fucking- I'm just saying, dude. Fucking speak normal. You're in a casino with it's people. Normally, you're first a- of all, it's exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that was on that was on purpose. Yeah, that was cunty. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. if I said that was intentional, you'd probably say intentional was too big of a word, you fucking shithead. Intentional, I could deal with. Uh, I could deal with all that. Know? Why don't you write me a list of the words I could deal, that are unacceptable I, to I you? I could deal with a word even like, feel, oh, fuck you. you. Fuck like I'm you. being a prick. You're a cunt. Yes. Yeah, I, could, I, I could deal with words, even if you said words, normal words, even normal big words. Like, what's a word that you don't hear every day? Like, uh, propaganda. Propaganda is, is, is a word. Okay, if you said that. But you take it above that. You say some shit that's like, you said something that I was just like, what? Like, this kid is fucking, is, your vocabulary is ridiculous. It's not. Your vocabulary is better. Is your vocabulary think, better? Is I your vocabulary think, better than most people I, that you're friends with? I have with? no idea. I, no, 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 no it's sh- not. It's not. All right, all right, all right. I, no one's ever been to All right, you know what? Like, I'm fucking, I'm an idiot, people. I'm no, an idiot you're not then. I'm an idiot. You just don't have any. Anything that you've actually stored and remembered from school. Like, I have that problem, Yes, too. I do. I have a lot of things that I remember from school. 
All the shit that I learned about history, World War II, I remember that. What I don't remember is earthworms, rocks, and math problems. Okay, you have two parts of your brain. One is from math and science, and the other is from fucking creative and fucking like taking things. And I am more on the English. Two parts actually. No, but there's two parts that you use. There's (laughs) two two parts that make. There's two parts that make you. (laughs) That make you like. What's the word? Like right brain, left brain. Right brain, left brain, and one of them is from math and science. Okay, that one said fuck you to me very early in my life. (laughs) Anyways, we're gonna get to sports with this fucking. See, you know, sports, I, you know. I'm going to write, I fucking know sports better than you, you fucking shitty very Eagles bratty, fan. Very fucking, bratty. How many fucking Super Bowls? Dude, we won it, we yeah, won it before dude. it was called a Super Bowl. Yeah, dude, we, we went to uh, 10 NFC Championships games, never won them. We Why don't won, you use a big, what's a big, won. yeah, what's a big word for loser, Sean? Why don't you give us that? It's a big word for fucking uh, never won the big one. All right. Fucking, I'm from New York, I have two teams. Fucking cocksucker. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> all right. So we're going to get into this. By the way, this suite is sweet's nicer, all right? Very nice. Yeah, we're in a suite. We got the jacuzzi. You got to watch it in the fucking... You got to watch... Maid med my made my sofa bed this morning. <laughs> you know, that, like I pulled out the couch bed, just left the sheets all over, and they made it up. It's hilarious. Um, okay. So all you people that wanted to give me shit, hey, Verzi, yeah, the Saints, that was a good pick. Do people really want to give you shit? No, no, here's the thing, here's the thing. I picked the Patriots, the Eagles, but I did say this, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I have to take full responsibility for this, Sean. I said the lock of the week, and I would be completely and utterly shocked if the Saints lost at home after the whole bounty thing, after giving Drew Brees his $100 million, getting rid of the coach for the year, I thought that team was gonna band together, at home, in New Orleans, there was another fucking storm that came there. Not as big as Katrina, but I thought that they were going to come together and they were going to fucking beat the rookie-led Washington Redskins, and it didn't happen. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Twitter blows up. Yeah, Verzi, good call. That was a lock. Hey, how about the Patriots call, cocksuckers? How about that? How about the Eagles? I s- oh, I called the Patriots. Big fucking... No, but, I, but I'm saying I picked four games. <laughs> Don't be fuck. Don't be a bitter fucking girl because of our fucking vocabulary uh, argument. I'm not. Move past it. All right. All right. All right. I picked the Eagles, which you guys barely got out of. I don't even know if they covered, but I said that they were going to nah, win the they game. They won by one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they didn't cover. So okay. So they didn't cover. Um, but everybody went crazy on me for the Saints. Gun to your head before week one. Who doesn't take the Saints in that game? I took the Saints. Of course. Of course you did. Of course you did. Because. That's what a fucking normal person would do when you have a team of Drew Brees' experience, uh, a team who plays that fast and good indoors, and you're playing a rookie. <clears throat> you're playing a rookie, and everybody wanted to give me shit. So I'm gonna give you no, I'm gonna give you more picks. You know why? Because I don't waver, people. Steadfast. Here we go. Okay, this week, who do you like, Sean? Uh, love the. I love the. You like the Ravens. Over my Eagles. I like the Ravens over your Eagles because they look like they turned a corner on another level. But the game that I really like, I love the Steelers at home against the Jets. Yeah, I like that too. I don't believe in Sanchez. He had no, one good game. you don't believe in him? No. Nah. I mean, maybe he turned a corner. Maybe he grew up. But I think he had one good game at the beginning of the season against who, Kansas City? No, Buffalo. Right? Was it Buffalo? He had one good – no, he, yeah, they played Buffalo. Tebow came in for that failure of uh, – uh, was it Wildcat? Wildcat, yeah. yeah. That, they just 
I don't care what anybody says. Tim Tebow going to the New York Jets was an absolute. No, did he? He's got some horrible dark secret, and all those crazy Christians do. Like he's got fucking little kids tied up in his basement or something. <laughs> like the, no, seriously, the, the the bigger, the more holy they are, the darker that something something's yeah. wrong. Yeah, you never know. He you like never ties know. up little kids in his tub and makes them watch the game or something. See, I like. don't think he's done that yet. I think it's gonna snap later. Like I think he's actually living the, the life he's that he says, but I think something. I think definitely after, at least seen a guy's penis before. Maybe I don't doubt that at all. He might have. Who knows? I'm sorry, Tintino's you know, not one of your fans, is he? He's not. No, no. But what I'm saying is, like, podcast. I mean, how many penises have you seen? You know, I you're mean, my friend. And uh, it's one more. Oh. Oh. Okay. We do um, a lot. Why does it always go back to gay jokes with us? <laughs> Like, that's our history together. Paul and I can't not. Paul, so, when I first came over, when I first came out here, Paul's like, "Yeah, it's cool. I ordered a smaller bed and had them, re- had them remove the couch." <laughs> no, I so, said, "I said, yeah. Listen, I'm getting rid of the king, and we're getting rid of the sofa bed. We're gonna get a twin, and we're gonna snuggle." I, you know what though? It was funny because you look Sean, comfortable though. Like I bet you, you're a comfortable snuggler. I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'll give you. You know, yeah. I'll, 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 right. I'll rub my uh, fingers ever so gently through your hair. Um, oh. Anyways, <laughs> so, you don't, so you the can't funny thing visualize is, it when no, you say it. By the way, you just gotta sit. You can't actually think of doing it because that makes it real and it makes <laughs> makes you sick to your stomach. You just have to say it and move I was, on. I was trying to um, I was trying to relax this this week, right? And my manager has me. I'm writing a packet for VH1 and a packet for the History Channel. And thank God Sean came here because um, the packet that I had to write for VH1. And all I wanted to do was relax, right? All I wanted to do was go to the fucking pool, do, you know, just relax here in Vegas in the sun, eat some good meals, concentrate on my, you know, stand-up. And my manager goes, VH1 needs a packet for you. So I write that. And he goes, bad news. You missed an audition for the History Channel, but they're willing to look at you if you put it on camera. All I have is my iPhone, and I don't have a camera person here. So... By myself, I set up my iPhone recorder, and I actually made it look good from the desk. And it recorded like more than just like like it recorded like the top half of my body. The lighting was fine, and I do I, I nailed what I thought I needed to nail, and I couldn't upload it. <laughs> so for two days, my manager was where I go. I did it. I got to upload. All right, I'm gonna try to do it again shorter to just make the file not as big. So I did it shorter. So it went from 12 minutes to eight minutes. Finally, I was like, maybe it's gonna be fucking under five minutes. I'm gonna do it, and I did, and it still didn't work. Sean comes in, brings his flip cam. We do each segment a couple of minutes. We uploaded it to YouTube. Boom. It's done. And now I feel free. Unfortunately, I only have two and a half more days here. But that that got done. And thank you for that. Yeah, sure. Uh, that, was, that was fucking awesome. Um, now we got to talk about the gluttony, the, the disgusting. This is, this is shame on Chris Italia. And I'm going to tell you why. You guys know him. He's my manager. I love him. He's been great to me and my family and my career. Chris Italia is an absolute fucking glutton, and he does not fucking like people who eat like normal human beings. So, the two places you have to eat when you come to Las Vegas. Number one, one of the greatest breakfast places on earth. Okay, and we is didn't it do it. it no, if, if we would have done it the right way, yeah. Normal food, if we would have had fine. normal food, it would have been fine. Uh, it's a place in Las Vegas, and there's like four of them out here. The original one out here, the original one is in San Diego. The first one out here was at the Sahara. There's one at the Imperial Palace. We went to the one down on Main Street at the Plaza Hotel, but it's called the Hash House of Go-Go. Now, it was shown on food channels. All the celebrities go to it, and it's apparently the greatest fucking breakfast in the world. 
Uh, the pancakes are a foot in diameter, which shows you why we're the most fattest fucks on the planet. I mean, we saw you saw the pancake, right? Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It just Mitch looked- Herberg's got that great joke about pancakes. <laughs> what do you say? He's like, he's like, you want comedy to be good from beginning to end, not like pancakes. Where first he's like, yay, pancakes, and then you're like, uh, pancakes. <laughs> some, I, I don't do it. That's right. good. I do that with Chinese food. I get psyched for Chinese food, and yeah. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be fucking unbelievable. And you eat like two dumplings, you have a couple of bites of the lo mein, and you're like, I'm sick. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get excited though when like when the delivery guy comes, you're like, oh, oh it's yeah. here. You know, get that duck sauce. Um, so anyway, get that duck sauce, son. So it was on Man versus Food. Oh, well, that guy. Uh, right, Man versus Food, and oh, was it on Man versus Food? Was I was on, thinking it was on Guy Fieri's thing. No, it was on Man versus Food. Adam Richmond. Oh, Jesus. Okay, and that guy had to stop the contest. You notice the show? He was like, he just started watching other people eat. Who? Adam Richmond. What do you mean? He had this show where he would he would go around and do all these food contests, and then he probably got close to death. And they were like, "Dude, you gotta not do that anymore." And then he had like it became a different show. It was like other people. He would have guest people come in and do the contest, and then yeah, he would just he, cheer them on. Yeah, from of the course back. he would cheer them on because a he was fat and out of shape, and the doctor was probably like, "Dude, your cholesterol. If you're gonna try to eat a fucking ten pound pizza, your cholesterol's gonna fly. Your fucking head's gonna fly off." Dude, That's why I'm die. having chest pains. Yeah, of course. So we get the man versus food favorite and the thing that he tried to eat. And it was like their version of an Eggs Benedict. And what it was was a biscuit. And on top of the biscuit was egg, bacon, fried mozzarella. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. And then these gigantic pieces of fried chicken with this creamy sauce on top of it. It was literally seven inches tall. It had mashed potatoes all around it. They stuck a rosemary tree. They in the stuck top a rosemary. It. it was. It was. <clears throat> I, w- I tried to take a picture of it, but my iPhone died. It was. It was absolute gluttony. Now you bite it, and you're like, "Holy fuck, that's good!" Because if you grab the eggs, the bacon, like here was the bite. The bite was a little bit of eggs, a little piece of bacon, chicken, the biscuit, and then you dip it in sauce, and you take it in one bite, and it was good. But it's not normal. Okay, it's not normal to have a meal that's forty four hundred calories for breakfast. I haven't felt right all day. Sean ate. Sean ate his. I kind of had more of it. I left my biscuit and a lot of the potatoes, and I kind of just ate like the the chicken and the bacon and the eggs, and it was good, but it was overdone. I wanted eggs Benedict, regular eggs Benedict. Okay, that's my favorite. Like a little English muffin. I wanted a little some English muffin, egg. so a poached egg with some hollandaise sauce, maybe some, you know, some, some hash browns, and we just overdid it. Love Not it. to mention we drove, because Chris Italia said, oh, go to the one on Main Street. Yeah, we don't drove. go to the one down the block. Yeah, don't go to the one down the block, which was the first one here. It would have been the exact same and then, food. And then we find out that the best one to go to here is the one that's not in a casino. It's called Hash House of Go-Go, and it's its own restaurant. That's the one you need to go to. We did not do that. It is the same, but it was... I, uh, you feel disgusting. It's way too much cheese. It's awful. Yeah, my muscles are sore. And that all the pains. other breakfasts there looked great, but we had to go big. We yeah. couldn't. We couldn't. We couldn't say, you know what? Give me two eggs poached. I'll take the big yeah. ass toast. Like I'm, whatever. We I'm could. Not, we're animals. No, we couldn't do it. We had to fucking. They, they first of all, and they served these things with shovels. Like it was just ridiculous. It was the over. Worst waitress too, by the it way. It was overdone. Waitress couldn't look more disinterested in us. Could just just t- Sean asked for a box because like when you eat this you really need a box. Well, Paul didn't, but well, I didn't need a box, but don't don't fucking. Ask. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't eat the biscuit. 
Oh, the biscuit and the mashed potatoes. All right, all right. You ate most of it. You did a good job. I, I ate. I, I ate it good. But I, you know, I didn't feel nasty because I think that all that starch, I stayed away from it. You know, you ate yeah. every fucking thing. <laughs> you fucking ate the whole thing. So yeah. technically, you had more of it today than I did. Okay, fair enough. All right. So, hash house a go-go. Go to the original one and eat like a normal human being. And don't believe the hype. You don't, you don't have to get the greatest thing. All right? And thanks, Chris Italia, if you listen to this. Thank you for making us get in the car. We sat in fucking traffic. We were so it took fucking... Us an hour to get It was there. the shittiest fucking casino. Oh, that was the worst casino ever. Oh, my God. Sean, Sean goes, this is like where pregnant women say they haven't scientific... What'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> nah, like, there's no scientific evidence that smoking... No, it's not funny now. Was, we were sitting there. Was, I think it's fucking hilarious. Okay. Um... Now, we're going to one of the best burger joints here at the Mirage tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah, right. yeah, we can't do it today. Yeah. We can't do it today. But, um, you know, we're having a good time out here in Vegas. And the fight, there's two gigantic fights here. This is actually a rare night in Vegas, a rare Saturday night in Vegas because Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. is performing. Actually, we see it from our window here at the UNLV Arena. He's fighting there tonight, and in the MGM Grand is um, Canelo Alvarez, the next like big Mexican star boxer. He's here, and I was recently informed by my guest here tonight, uh, Sean, that this is also the Mexican Independence Day weekend. So this place is fucking it, like you can't do anything. Like you yeah. just like all the tables are full. You can't do anything. If um, this is Mexican Independence Day. Why do we have Cinco de Mayo? What's that? I don't know. I I don't know. That's a good question. You know, I just, you know, you would think that like, I'm trying so hard not to be racist now. Like I just, any, anything I can think of saying just comes off trying to I'm just move on to another topic. You know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's funny? Something came in my head, like where I was going to say, like, can the Mexicans like, no, like, no, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. can't, you can't. I know. I know. We can't do that. We can't do that because you want to know why? The Verzi Effect podcast is growing, and I told this lucky pick. And they're going to storm the embassies. I said, I told this lucky pick. <laughs> going to kill the, I told Sean, the ambassador hey, to Guatemala. why don't you plug something? You want to know why? I'm going to tell you why, Sean. You want to know why? Why? Because the Verzi Effect loyalists. The loyalists. The, the loyalists. The is that loyalists. a word? Is that a word? Yeah, it's a it word. word. Of course it's a word. The Verzi Effect loyalists are great. They listen. I got, I got listeners all over the place. That's great. Overseas. And you know something? I'll tell you guys something right now on a serious note. Um, Sean Quinn is seriously worth the price of admission. His rants are amazing. He's incredibly smart. He's a great comedian. And, uh, you know, check him out. What I want you all to do is this, though. I don't have anything online. Sean is going... Of course he doesn't. Sean is going to... <laughs> I suck at life. <laughs> Sean, Sean is going to be the greatest comedian you never fucking heard of, but I'm not going to let that happen because uh, I said before he leaves Vegas, he's got to get a Twitter account. But this is what I want you guys to do, okay? I have one. It's just at, not, What is it at? At Sean? I don't Sean, know. At Sean underscore? I don't even know. Sh- All right. Well, Sean, Tom, Tom. well, this is what I'm going to do. When Sean finds out what his Twitter account is... I am going to post it on my Facebook, and I want all of you people, I want all of you to go and say, about time, dick, thanks for having the fucking, you know, and then just to give him a little shot, just throw in an eagle suck, just for me. But we all know that that's, like, actually, it doesn't affect me at all. Like, it wouldn't It wouldn't affect me. you? What would affect you? I'm like, I'm going to tell you, like, kryptonite. 
Just say Eagles, Eagles suck. Eagles don't suck, first of all. Just say people from Philadelphia were born to fail. Just say uh, something. Just say something. Uh, you fucking just say something cocky. anti. No, no. Just say something anti-Philly because they have this fucking air about them where they think we have an air about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, you do. Dude, New York. Oh, we're the toughest. We'll throw up on you. Yeah, uh, come to Arthur. You guys like uh, insult thirteen-year-olds in front. No, you're the but center see, of the universe. No, no, but it's not that. New Yorkers may Dude, fucking talk can... shit, but we don't shit on thirteen-year-olds. We don't puke on people. That's another you level. You don't puke on people. Yeah. You had a guy shove his finger down his throat and make himself throw up on the fan That's... from another team. <laughs> That's fucking atrocious. That's hilarious. That's atrocious. That is commitment. <laughs> it no is commitment, but weather. it's just, it's, it's, like, it's like taking it to the next nah, level. It's pretty horrible. It's awful. Throwing fucking... Snowballs at Santa oh, Claus, oh, dude. Stone, are we going to Santa Claus? Santa Claus was drunk. I know. I know. Okay, so I think we got a lot of things in here. We're almost we're almost at an hour. Is there anything you want to talk about, Sean? No, I'm we're good. gonna give these people some I'm overtime. Good. No, no, I'm good. See, he doesn't want to. I'm just uh, sitting here in wet shorts. You know, we went to the pool today, and there was a guy down there. There was a guy down at the pool today from New York, and he was running up to everybody at the pool screaming, yeah, cocaine and syphilis. That's everybody That's what from we New do. York. That's, That's what we do. And he jumped up, and he put his legs on the armrests of each chair, and he started acting like he was, like, humping the people's faces. And he didn't. Faces. He was, like, air-humping women's faces, and they didn't know him. He did better with women than I did, though. He was screaming, he was cocaine in Vegas. Like, it was just like one like of these guys. Pants were falling over, down. Over the top. Can you, can, you, can you stop looking at dudes' backs online? Dude, and, why and, do people post this weird shit? Off the, hey, if another posting person posts me a pair of sneakers on Facebook, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, what is with, <laughs> what is with the why pair of sneakers? No, because, no, because it's, no, it's, it's spam. It's not like it's somebody doing it. Like, it's almost like somebody hacked into you. Like, that's oh, what they do. I was, so, like, part of their thing. It's not like they're, like they're not that enthusiastic about sneakers. All right, I was wondering. Yeah. I thought it was like a thing that people were doing. Yeah. I don't know. No, no. It's. I think. Are we going to gamble tonight? Nah, I don't gamble. <laughs> yeah. Sean gets in out of town and he goes, yeah, you know what, dude? I don't really gamble. And then like we're like, all right, well, let's go get a drink and we'll play video poker. And we ordered a Jameson and he put in like he put in like five, ten bucks and he ended up winning 70. And he's like, let's go to real poker. I love this shit. Let's fucking, <laughs> let's fucking gamble. Gambling is this shit. You know what the funny thing is? I'm one of those gamblers where if I win 20 bucks... I'm like, oh my god, dude, we're fucking. You want to get a private jet? It's on. Like, I'm gonna win 100 grand tonight. Like, it's over. Like, I, my life changed. That's funny. What, what? You didn't get a Twitter? You don't have the Twitter thing? I, for uh, was that what I was doing? Yeah. I, I forgot what I was doing. Well, that's not how these people. We gotta go do a show. First of all, I gotta go do a show. Yeah, Paul was like, yeah, come out, I'll get you on stage. Then we get here, and he just tries to get me drunk, take my clothes off. <laughs> so you're probably gonna get on stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna rush to stage. My power. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go up and take the mic from him. Like you were finished, right? <laughs> <laughs> Get kicked out. They got some shit here, man. Like it's amazing. Like what you can eat out here. They got like crepe pizza. All right, Sean. Here it is. Here it is. It's not even up. What is it? Just go to it, so we could tell know. people. We can't even do plugs here for you. We can't even do plugs. And I got a big announcement coming up, people. Got a big announcement in the next couple of minutes. Uh, I, don't, I don't know where it is. Well, it, just, I just saw it. It was Sean Quinn. At, was it Sean Quinn at Twitter? Before. What are you talking about? All right, listen. His name is... Just put Sean Quinn in the fucking thing, dude. I'm, there it is. There it is. Sean PQ80? 
Check it. Is that what it is? I don't know. How do I check it? I don't know what I'm doing. What do you hit 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 the fucking enter, man? That's what I've been doing. Yeah, hit it. Nothing happens. That's what I'm telling you. Jesus All right, folks. Christ. Here's here's what it is. Just just it's Sean Quinn. There is that it? Sean, Sean Quinn racing. No, that'd be awesome though if I was a. No, nah, there's too many Sean Quinns, dude. You're gonna have to fucking do something else. You're gonna have to fucking. Even your last name is Hacky. Hmm. Um. Okay, so here's the thing. His name is Sean Quinn. Q U I N N. I'll figure it out he's later. He's 45 years old. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, he's going to get a Twitter account, say something bad about Philly, and say it's about time, Dick. I heard you're funny. He's very, very funny. Um, and he's, um, he's, he's he does great. He opens for Stanhope. He's fucking... And uh, didn't you just... This guy... This guy's so funny. He just opened up for Norm McDonald. And Norm McDonald's like, dude, I'm taking you to dinner. Let's go. And they went to dinner and they talked oh, sports. Oh, he took... No, it was... I know. He, 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 went, he blew him. him. I did a guest spot. He blew him. My buddy John was opening for him. I did a guest spot and he just let me go along. He's a nice guy. And he took you out to dinner? He took us all out to dinner. He's See, a good dude. He, Sean's a modest guy. He blew, Sean blew him, but that's... You know, he do what you do. You, well, I, you do what I, you got to do to get... Right? All right, folks. It's not gay if you imagine it's something else. Listen, got a big announcement for you. For all of you people, this is going to be... Um, it's going to change your life, Paul Verzi. Changing lives here. Changing lives on the Verzi effect. Okay. I am going to do a live Verzi effect podcast show with the camera on me. So you're going to actually watch me do the radio show. And the kicker is I'm going to be completely naked and erect. So during the 45 minutes. So it's going to be fucking epic. No. Um, what we're doing here is in all seriousness is the New York comedy festival. The same one that I took part in when I opened for my good friend, Bill Burr at Carnegie hall. Um, they're doing a bunch of different shows and they are also doing a podcast series and they're going to have Artie Lang and Joe Matarese. They're going to have, uh, I believe Ari mm-hmm. Sharif. They're going to have, um, uh, I heard Adam Carolla is now taking a part of it with somebody, and they asked uh, me and Bill Burr to do one, and uh, they didn't know if it was going to be the Verzi effect or Bill's, but Bill has never done a live one, and he wanted to do a live one, and um, I am uh, fortunate enough to be the guest. So, we are going to do a live podcast. Bill is going to be doing a live podcast of his Monday morning podcast from the stand in New York City with the live audience in the crowd for the first time ever. I will be the guest and that is going to be happening on my birthday, a year anniversary after the Carnegie Hall in New York City. So um, stay tuned for that. And then in the future, I will be looking to do a Verzi Effect live in New York City from that spot. So um, that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to it and I was uh, thrilled to be asked to be a part of it. So there you go. And then we're going to get the Verzi effect on it to keep this thing rolling. And I'm um, going to have more great guests like Sean Quinn, who you can actually see their website and Twitters. <laughs> so, um, you know, as Sean just kind of goes off into the sunset and you never hear from him again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my shit together. He's yeah. going to get his shit together. Just takes time. Yeah, it's just going to take him a couple years. A couple, three years. couple, two, three. couple, two, three. Little Litley. Hey. Sean says literally really fast, and it sounds like he says little literally. <laughs> That's where that inside joke comes from. Uh, I want to keep going. I think people that are on a fucking, I think people that are on a we, treadmill we gotta right now. We got to get ready, though. It's I, 7 listen, o'clock. Listen, I think people 
Fuck these people. Go to work. Go. I, <laughs> I think these people... Stop are, ignoring your wives. I think, I think these people that are on a treadmill or riding in their car Nobody's, or bored right now want to hear... Want to hear? How about this? You know what? We'll end with this. Sean, why don't you, before we do the plugs, why don't you tell the crowd one of your craziest road stories? Oh. The craziest. All right. I remember one time. I don't know why I'm going with this one. I was working with this comic, and uh, this guy, uh, we're talking about black rappers, and he starts telling me that Dr. Dre's gay. And I was like, ah, hey, whatever. And he's like, yeah, you might try that dick and like it. And I, you know, I had to argue with somebody. But uh, we get to the, you know, time goes by. And I'm supposed to drop him off at the Greyhound station. And I got the map in my hands. And I walk into his room. And he lets me in. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm hammered. And he's like, I, look, I walk in. And the first thing, I, I smell incense or like some vanilla candle burning. And then I look over. And I see lotion. And then I look down. And he's got like some magazine covering his junk. And his, uh, his pants are down. And Paul's laughing from the bathroom, by the way. But uh, so basically, I, I walked into the room looking at the map. Are you serious? He had his pants down and I didn't notice. And, <laughs> I, and I followed him in. Wait, so this he, is a guy that you were arguing about Dr. Dre being gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and I, he opened the door, no pants on. And I didn't see it. No, no pants, no underwear. No, and he walked back to his chair, and I'm like, hey, I think I found a good route to the uh, the Greyhound station tomorrow, and I'm looking at the big atlas, and then I, like, I see the smell of vanilla candle. and What? Yeah, he had his pants down, and I guess he thought I was into it because I followed him into the room. Like, Jeez. normally, if a guy answers the door with his dick out, and you, you try, your first response is like, hey, you know what, I'll come back later when you're not... When you're not being creepy. But so I, so the next obvious question is like... <laughs> I left. After you blew him. Did, oh, the, no, he, he fucking was bucked, dude. He, well, he, he, had, he had a shirt on. So this guy answers the door, answers shirt door, on, nothing pants. on. <laughs> nothing and on. And like, even if I was going to blow him, he had lotion all over his dick. Like, I don't want to taste that. Like, even if I was going to do it. <laughs> like, even if I was gay. Like, I, I'd be like, go wash your dick, dude. Like, like I'm just saying, like... That's just courtesy. Like he's clearly jerking off with lotion, and he's figured out oh, this guy's answering the door. This how is do you perfect ha- the, timing? But, but this is my question: How do you have the nerve? Like, how do you just fucking invite somebody in? Got a fucking spill. I don't want to talk. It doesn't lights off. I'm... Oh Jesus! Uh, yeah, Only in Vegas. We just heard this unbelievable like scream in the middle of the hallway. How do you fucking open the door for a dude that you don't know is Give gay or shot, not? Give it a shot, dude. Yeah. Shoot the moon. You know what I mean? Give it a shot. Yeah, but why not just be like, dude, are you gay or are you into guys? Because I am. Like, how about that? I don't know. Like, why the fuck would you, like, have to be like, hey, yeah, come by my room and let's look at this map. Maybe he thought when I saw his handsome dick, it would sway me. And I'm like, you know what? That's a good-looking cock. I uh, I never thought about it before, but I want to ram that into my throat. I don't know. know (laughs) Nice curve. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look. Jesus Christ. That's a weird one. Yeah, so I just, I got up and left the next day. I never saw him again. Yeah, you definitely are leaking testosterone to go into that story, but no, you did the right thing. No, you did the right thing. You did the right thing. Didn't you have like a, you didn't have a hitchhiking story, did you? Well, like if I picked up a hitchhiker? I don't know. Did you pick up a hitchhiker on the road? Like going on the road? I think I've hitchhiked before in my car. Did you pick up a hitchhiker while you were going on the road though? Like when you had like drove to Montana? Oh, I did actually. You did. You see, I could never fucking do that. 
Like, dude, if I had a ro- like, I drove from New York to Milwaukee, 15 hours alone through storms, and the last thing, I'm so freaked out that even when I'm on the highway in the dark, I make sure my fucking like, you know what I mean? I make sure I got gas, I got a drink, you know, whether it's a coffee or water, and my fucking doors are locked. And you're driving from like L.A. to Montana, and you're like, yeah, come in, come in, you got some weed? <laughs> like, th- like that's you're you're saying, come and fucking kill me. Like what? Like, was it a girl? Was it a was it a woman? Was uh, it a some man? Dude, I don't know. Had, how do you, like how do you do that? I had a feeling I could take him if I needed to. Like <laughs> it just got to that point. How? But like, are you oh, that, that fucking thing. bored? Are you, like that's what I mean. Like when you're I, in the car, you're listening to music, going. The last thing I want to do is fucking amuse a stranger. Bad. I don't know. I think it was like stopped and we made eye contact and like I talked to him or something. You made eye like, contact. I don't know. The trick is not to look at these people in the face. How about the trick is to fucking speed by him? Uh, there's that too, but I don't I don't remember the details of what happened. I was like 24 or something. I probably was more trusting. Oh my god! I wouldn't do it now. I wouldn't. I've never. I've never. How many of you out there have picked up the hitchhiker? Fuck that. I'm not trying to be rude. Fuck that. Because. A, you had enough shit to worry about. I'll tell you, asked me if it was a girl. Like that would have been creepier. Maybe this girl will no, fuck me. No, no, but I would be able. <laughs> no, but you know what? I would be able to be like, okay, you know, maybe the dude's lonely on the road. He's single, and maybe the. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But maybe. No, 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 no. A wayward maybe, runaway teen. No, no, no. But maybe the company by her father. No, no, no. But maybe the company of talking to somebody of the opposite sex when you're single and on the road and fucking, you know, you're driving to Montana for thirty hours or whatever it is. But, like, for you to just see an older dude, like, walking on the road and just be like, you know what, this guy needs help, how fucking dangerous is that? might have had a limp or something like that, which is, I think, how serial killers do it. But yeah, because a limp stops a gun. No, what, but, like, what, he had what? a sign. Is, I just need to get to this place. And I was like, I'm going to that place. Sure. And just... Like, so, so what if Mike Myers fucking, like, or like, like, fucking oh, Freddie. Like comedy. Oh. Freddie was... <laughs> Freddie. Like, you're saying a sign and a limp did it. Have you ever thought in your like like you were naive, so you're one of those. That's what it is. You're one of those really like you're one you're like no, a smart normally, but no normally, street smart. No, no, I have street smart. Normally, I wouldn't do that. Like I don't remember. I might be making up this whole story at this point. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to get out of it. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. I picked up did a limpy sign thing, thinking that it. No, I could I never. Used, I used to drink a lot. I think actually, maybe I needed him to drive. Actually, one time years ago in high school. Like me and four buddies packed in the car to go to New York City, and it was still daylight out, and we were all drunk. And we picked a guy up in New York City, and it was light daylight, and he gave us weed. And um, he's like, I'll give you guys some weed, man, if you just drive me here. And we were drinking and stuff, and the buddy, yeah, come in. And I remember that night we smoked the weed, and I got so fucked up, I had a fucking almost heart attack, and I stared at the floor for like a long time. And then I looked up at my buddy's head. At my, I looked up at my buddy's face, and the pattern of the floor was on his face, and I just fucking started crying. Like, I was like, dude, I can't, like, I never, like, we shouldn't have picked that fucking guy up, man. This is laced with something. I just fucking uh, laid on the geez. couch, and my so buddy you, just You were the guy who was no fun to do drugs with. No, like, if, like, like, if I did, like, I dabbled in cocaine, and I've talked about it before. Cocaine was too good for me to, as far as, yeah, cocaine was, like, really fucking, like, like cocaine made me just feel like if you have like two or three drinks and you got that good buzz and you don't have any problems and life is great and that's why it wasn't good uh drinking i was a happy drinker i had a good time a social drinker i enjoyed it but any kind of like psychedelic or any kind of like weed just really put me in a fucking weird place 
You know, like you could, some people can do, I had friends that could smoke and do shit. I can't, I can't. Right. You know, they could do a project. They could like, yeah, I took this, I took a, smoked a joint before fucking SATs. I fucking killed it. It's just like, if I took, if I smoked a joint before SATs, my name would be wrong. Like it wouldn't get finished in the time that you could do it in. Right. Um, but all right. So listen, um, that's my guest. What are you doing? I got pee. Oh, I thought you were doing the plug. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I'm doing the fucking plug. You got anything coming up? Nah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me? I have some. You have, you have anything coming I don't up? Know, I got some shows and shit. I don't know. I know I'm, where. Where's your next show? Like, are you doing anything? I, don't, I get to check. I don't know. I got. I actually don't. I need a manager. I don't know. I got nothing going on. I got, uh, All right, Sean. Sean is gonna be. Um, I'll get, be somewhere. Sean's gonna be somewhere in Los Angeles. I'm gonna fucking hopefully get him to get a Twitter account this week. I hope you and guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. Listening to us talk some shit and uh, have a good time here from Las Vegas. I can't imagine they did. Yeah, but, uh, probably not. Probably not. Um, but we gave you some. I gave you some overtime, right? Yeah. We got twenty five minutes overtime. We did over an hour. We had a lot of fun. Okay. I like the Ravens for sports. I like to did not see. Oh, unacceptable for the week is a, a comedian like Sean Quinn not having a um, a website or Twitter. So that's going to be unacceptable for the week. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. All right, I'll I'll fucking get it. Uh, it's unacceptable for the week. Uh, having not watched or seen any movies, I just need to get home to my fucking family. Uh, I'm out here for a couple of more nights, so I'm going to have a good time and make the best of it. But that's it for the plugs um, for Sean, which is pretty much nothing. And for me, I will be at the stand in New York City next week on the 20th and 21st of September. And then the week after that, the 27th through the 29th, I will be opening up for my good friend Bill Burr at the Funny Zone in Jacksonville, Florida, and I will be going to the Jacksonville Jaguars games. I will give you my picks real quick. Okay, minus three. I love the Steelers. Plus two and a half in Philadelphia. I love the Ravens. Um, I also, uh, the Giants are a touchdown. I could see that being a push for seven. Gun to my head, I would take the Giants. But um, that's what I like, and that's pretty much it. Uh, again, please, once again, I don't want to sound like a broken record. Please check out Ron Shock and look at his stories. They're, they're really brilliant. And, um, you know, shout out and thank you to Jim Brewer for being so cool. Everybody who came out to the shows out here in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand, I appreciate the kind words. We got a show tonight, Saturday night here, one more tomorrow, 8 o'clock, and that is it. I will be back home in New York. Thank you, guys. Thanks to my guest, Sean Quinn. Uh, really appreciate it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, this has been Episode 77. Until Episode 78, I will see you guys uh, later. <laughs>